Blog Talk Radio. The God we serve is excellent, and we give him the highest praise on the day. Somebody say hallelujah to the Lord. Come on, you may know this. Sing with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory.
we are uh, doing a show tonight about Kobe Bryant. And before the record, that show last week, brothers and sisters, that show last week topped all records for the Five Hundred Stones uh, for the first week. In other words, Kobe Bryant's program on last week has got more attention for a week than any other show. Now we don't know how it's going to be over the next year. I think our highest show is still at right right at eight thousand listens. But that show could very well top of that in twelve months. So we'll see. But anyway, folks, again, I thank you for your time for tuning in tonight for another episode on this Five Six On Network. I'm Brother Seth, and uh, later you're going to be joined by the our moderator, Brother John, and later on we'll um, also be joined by Pastor Alcy Chris. Elisure Ellison will be in the house, and Brother Dan Wallace, just to name a few, um, because we've got the callers. We have the national callers, no telling whether they'll be calling from all over the country, and so we welcome everybody tonight. And again, thank you all for following us. Some of us, some of y'all have been following us as much as since 2011, as far as 2011. We really, really appreciate it. And then our bloodline family, my literally bloodline family, 13th State, the Douglas County family, we thank you as well. Folks, listen, this would be a wonderful time to send the link of the show to your friends and family. Send the link of this show that you got in the email or text to a friend and say, hey, check this out. They're going to be talking about Kobe and the occult and Satanism and Illuminati. Not not that we know for sure, for sure, for sure. There's brothers in there. We're not saying that, again, the family's grieving. And we would not do that to the family. Just start talking about, you know, your son or your uh, Kobe was in the Illuminati. We just, there's some things we don't know for sure. We just want to talk about some things that just don't make sense about surrounding his death that will call all of us to think and that will really, more importantly, encourage us, inspire us, um, warn us, if you will, to get closer to the Most High. Because truly, truly, the truth is often stranger than fiction. Folks, sorry about that, but there are, there is this hand, there is this hand moving on our earth, trying to duplicate this, the kingdom of the Most High, and uh, they are wicked, wicked people, and I just want everybody to know what the, the goal of the Five Single Stone Network, that's why I play this Five Single Stone song, our our theme song in the background, because I want everybody to just remember why we're here. We're not here to just be negative and just, just to spread fear and just sit up and just have what they call a bitching session. We're not, we're not here for that. We're not here for that. We're not just mere conspiracy theories, just scaring people, saying stuff, just trying to have a show, trying to be popular. That's not true. To be popular like the show was last week, great. Great, but that's not what the goal of this show is, but all the goal of the Five Stone Network. As the logo say on the little pictures I send out all the time with the Five Stone, those five stones, which are five topics that we talk about the most. We talk about everything, but we talk about five topics the most. Well, on that logo it says, declare things that the Father is saying that are uncomfortable. We talk about things that the Father really genuinely is saying today, but because or where our church is at and where our institutions is at, they're taboo. One of the things that is taboo is this kind of a show, saying somebody was murdered and you don't, and you don't have no proof. But because of the Holy Spirit inside of us and common sense and just that spirit that the Father has given all of us, that human spirit, we're able to feel some things. So again, like I said last week, folks do not trivialize. People come on the show tonight talking about, I just feel, I just feel, I just... Something ain't quite right. Do not trivialize those people on this Five Smooth Network. 
Folks, listen. We were spirits first, and we were given bodies. We weren't born. We're not just as old as our bodies. I don't believe that. And when I say we're spirits first, what I'm really trying to say is there's some things we know. The scripture says it like this, because some of y'all thinking I'm cuckoo. Let me just go to give you some scripture for what I'm saying. The Bible says it like this. Especially those that are born again. Ye have an unction from the Holy One and knoweth all things. That's in your Bible, First John 2.20. Again, it says, Ye have an unction from the Holy One, the Holy Spirit, and ye know all things. Well, if you know all things, why well, we need pastors, preachers, apostles? Because we can't always hear. We're not always in that place with the Father. We can hear Him clearly. But if we were in that place, we wouldn't need those teachers because the teacher is inside of us. So this is why we have in the church these function, and we should definitely be in the church fellowshipping with brothers and sisters because sometimes the enemy just have us in a place where we just can't hear, even the best of us. But make no qualms about it. If verse John 2.20, one more time, but ye, talking to the believers, ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. That's in your Bible right there on that coffee table. So do not underestimate people coming on, especially those people that are born again and they're seeking the Father to say, it's just something in my spirit. That's just as much of facts. That's just as much hardcore facts as the media, as ABC, CBS, CNN. Again, please do not trivialize folks coming on this line saying, I feel in my spirit. That is just as good as I heard on Channel 5 News that Kobe's mom said this, or Kobe's mother said this, or I mean, Kobe's uh, daughter says this, or Kobe's, you know, that's just as solid. So know that we're spiritual beings, and our deepest needs are spiritual, all right? So one well, couple more things, and then we're going to go to our moderator all the way in the state of Texas as well as our guests. Again, part two is coming on your way, part two. Um, and I want to thank all of you that, that, that tuned in last week and really made that show a success. Again, uh, we hit crazy numbers. It shows like eight, seven, eight times bigger than what it was normally. Um, just want to say uh, to those that got that link, uh, follow us. Follow us, please. Those of you that um, love this show, you love what we're doing here at the Five Six On Network, follow the show. Follow the show. That's all we ask. If you don't ask any money or anything, uh, we're not trying to get you to come and serve, volunteer. We just want you to simply click the follow button, and it'll ask you to sign up to Twitter or either Facebook, and then it'll send a reminder to that particular source whenever we're on. Okay, again, follow the show. is very, very important. Um, I think I've covered pretty much everything. Uh, if you need any of the old shows, some of y'all know this, as I play this theme song again, because this is truly what we're all about here. Folks, listen, if you need any of our old shows, it's very important. If you need anything from the Five Smooth Stone Network, any of the old topics, because some of y'all like what we talk about on this show, so if you like what we're talking about, just simply type Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio and a topic, any topic that we talk about. It could be uh, One World Government. We've done uh, a lot of shows on the One World Government, a New World Order. We talked about Satanism. We talked about racism like crazy, because that's one of the five, you know, the big five that we call Five Smooth Stone, which is five topics. Uh, and speaking of the five so really briefly, because I want to get this moderator on, I'm talking a little fast, y'all bear with me. But the five topics are this, or the five uh, uh, things we talk about the most are as follows. We talk about on this network the most white supremacy. And uh, I'll also add the 
not it's not just called white supremacy, but it's white supremacy slash black inferiority. It's like a coin. On one side is philosophies if blacks are inferior. Flip the coin over, whites are superior. It's the same philosophy. One define the other. You can't be superior uh, unless you be superior to something. You can't be inferior unless you're inferior to something. It's the same coin. And we talk about it, and I've shared over the years how it's not just about white people. Uh, Just not about white people. If you really listen, it's not about white people. It is a philosophy that benefits white people for a season. But because it's a lie, it caused them problems too in the end. It caused them setbacks in the end. It curses them and their family in the end. It's it's a sin. It's a lie. It's a thief. It's a killer. It's a destroyer. That philosophy. So is the philosophy of black inferiority. There's as many teachers about blacks being inferior. Even blacks teach it. Then there are whites saying they're inferior or uh, uh, superior. This is the same group of people. The same mindset. I meant to say the same philosophy. I attack it. We attack it like crazy on this network. We also talk about something called the one world government. They don't need to be explained, I don't think. Uh, we also talk about who the true Israelites are. Uh, they don't need to be explained. And then we talk about something called Bible leprosy. If people understood how we became all the different colors, I don't think the white supremacy could stand nor black inferiority. If people understood that this whole earth was brown at one point, and that white skin came as a result of sin, that people began to grow too tall as a result of sin, as people began to grow too short as a result of sin, women began to not have children, barren, Barren wounds came as a result of sin. Disease came as a result of sin. If you begin to see how the body began to break down, then that would destroy it. Right there, the philosophy of racism, white supremacy, black inferiority. So these are the things we talk about, but we talk about everything, everything under the sun, everything under the sun. But we talk about those five topics the most. Why? Why, Brother Seth? Because you can't get those teachers in your churches, can you? Kenya, thank you. That's why we talk about them. And because all of these teachers are reading the scriptures right there in front of you. So, folks, anyway, again, tonight, what are we talking about? I'll just read this, uh, show the description really quickly. Was there foul play in Kobe's death? Final part. Uh, actually, I won't read the show description because I read it last week. But anyway, folks, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines and, um, uh, Bring on our moderator, Brother John has been doing a wonderful job, and uh, I think he knows it. I think I've told him enough, but if I haven't told him, Brother John, you are the bomb as far as uh, being a very uh, fair person, uh, getting us on and off like you should, and uh, really uh, appreciate you, brother. So let's go ahead and bring this brother on. Y'all remember this old song? Yeah, I really, I really am blessed to have this as a moderator, and, and the panel as well. We really appreciate all of the voices that have made this show possible, uh, made this network possible, and uh, looking forward to another blessed, uh, I think I see a phone number here. There's a lot of folks on the phone number just like it was last week. It'll be something to top last week, though, because I promise you that show is like seven times bigger than anything we've ever done. Okay. All right, I think, uh, I think there's a here. Okay, 972805, I should know it by heart by now. But uh, moderator, Brother John Clark, is in the house. 
What's good? What's good? Brother Steph. Well, it's good to hear your voice, brother. How you doing? Say hello to the people. Everything is good. What up, Five Smooth Stones? Folks, we got a live one tonight. We're going to get at it in just a minute. I can't wait because um, we're going to go to a place that we don't go all that often, but we want to take a look at some of the uh, undercurrents of what took place with Kobe Bryant and, again, um, what took place with his death. And we, I want to reiterate what I explained last week, and that is this. Look, we will be very, very sensitive to what has taken place, but we are inclined to believe that this was not just an arbitrary uh, helicopter accident. We believe that there was something behind that. And the fact is that if I died and there was something behind it and I'm no longer here as a result of that, I would want all hell to break loose to figure out what happened to me. I want my family to know, look, this is what happened. This is what was going on. I would want them to know that. So um, that's the one thing that I do take a certain degree of pride in while being very sensitive to the uh, fact that that family is still in the state of mourning as well as a lot of people who love Kobe Bryant as uh, a player, as a businessman, and just simply as a man. That's right, brother. And we, we are super sensitive, folks. Really, truly, we're not. We're not, like I said, next. We don't want to keep hitting this, but I just want everyone to know we really grieve for all families. Not just about, this is not just about Kobe, but because he was such a big thing and he was a blessing to, to the lives of everybody probably going to come on this show. That's what we're talking about. We just don't know the other people on the plane, but we, we, we respect their family, grieve with all of them, folks. We, we, we can't say it enough. But we, we just we're older. We're just all mature on this line, and we, we just don't do that. There's, there's so many other things we could talk about. We're just trying to be just, you know, uh, trying to have a show. So just know that. But let's go back to the phone lines. I'm gonna, I want to do something a little different. Go to Brother LSU first. I don't normally go to that brother first. Then we go up to uh, Brother Dan and then Brother Alfie Chris. Okay, we'll open the phone line. Brother LSU, area code 678-559. You're on. Go ahead and say hello to the people. Good evening, Vlog Talk. Good evening, Five Smooth Stones. What's up, Brother Seth? Brother hey. John, moderator. Uh, hope everyone is doing well. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, like I said, that the show is going to be a very interesting show, a very intriguing show. Um, <laughs> Brother Seth, next time you want me to do a show, and we're going to be discussing issues that have to do with Satanism, you might want to give me a little bit more advanced like in a week because here's the thing. <clears throat> um, there's a book in the Bible. It's a one-page book, one chapter rather. It's called the Book of Jude. And it's in regards to a few elements of dealing with spiritual warfare and how we deal with the enemy and how we deal with Satan. And that it speaks of Michael, the archangel, who was the actual one who actually That's kicked Satan out of... That's my favorite. Hold on, because we're about to get deep, I can tell you. I no, not. Take, this is just the intro. Ten seconds. <laughs> okay, ten go seconds. ahead. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. And I have to please you. Let me do a thing. I get in and get out. And in that, and, and it says, it says that Michael did not bring a railing accusation against the devil, but the Lord rebuked him. And I would say that in this regard, that everyone listening to the show, please listen prayerfully. Please listen prayerfully. This is not just a matter of disseminating information for your understanding and for your knowledge base, but this is actually conducting spiritual warfare. We are engaging 
battle against the enemy. The Bible says to expose the evil works of darkness. So that's what our intent is tonight, and we ask that you would pray with us to assist us in that endeavor. Back over to you, yes, Brother yes, Moderator. Yes. You were well, well, quick. I must. I'm, I'm, I thank you for that. Appreciate it. Going back to the phone lines, brother. Damn, and I hear a little noise on the background. Somebody's moving. The person will hear you. Whatever it is. Uh, brother Dan Wallace. I mean, uh, yes, brother Dan Wallace. What is that noise here? Hold on one second, everybody, because we got to get it. Keep keep it quiet. Uh, brother Seth. Yeah, that's not Brother Ellis here, so Brother John, you got a little noise in the line. But hold on, uh, let's go to Brother Dan, area code 817-484. But then you a lot. Yes, I can hear you, Brother John. Go ahead. Right. Well, I just want to – I tried to send you a message to give you a heads up. You need to kind of pull back off the mic because you're, you're too close to it and it's distorting your voice. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. And always tell me that I really appreciate because no we got to be here. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, brother Daniel, your line is wide open. Go right here, brother. I'd just like to say good evening to all the panelists with us tonight. And uh, it's going to be a very informative show. Well, thank you very much, Dan. Uh, uh, thank you for coming Dan. on. I meant, I meant to say, back to the phone lines again, the last panelist we'll have on the brother, uh, Elsie Chris of Belatia Temple. And keep in mind, Dan is with. Uh, uh, Gospel Tracks Wild, Brother yeah. Ellis is with Israel now, and this last guest, Brother Pastor Chris, Alfie Chris, is with Alathia Temple. I heard a little noise. Somebody moving something. Just mute us if you're not talking there. John, I think it was your line, though, for real. Right there. Hear that? Uh, right there? Okay. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm just sitting wild. here. Wild. Your line is wide open, air code 682552. Go ahead uh, and just say hello to the people. Welcome to the show. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. What's good? Hello. Good evening. Hello. 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 Good evening Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, my brothers. I'm sorry I missed last week. I had a previous uh, engagement, but I'm glad to be here tonight. Sounds like it's going to be a good show, so I'm going to shut up and let the moderator do his thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> by that, go ahead, moderator. Good John Clark, do your thing, and uh, we're all ears, brother. And, folks, again, uh, please listen to show number one. It just makes no sense to repeat what we've already said. So some things we may repeat, but a lot of that y'all going to have to go back and listen to part one, okay? This is going to get into Kobe a little bit, but we're going we're gonna to switch gears. You're going to see what I'm saying here a little bit. But, Brother John, it's in your hand. All right, folks. So, wow. Last week, it was, um, it was, a, it was a very good show, bit of give and take. Not a whole lot of head bumping, but, you know, just kind of going over uh, what we all thought. And we all had to recognize that everything that we were saying was speculation. Um, and it had to be. Why? Because the investigation is ongoing. There aren't any real facts that are out there aside from the fact that the death has taken place. It was a helicopter crash. The various persons on that helicopter that had died, Kobe and his daughter being um, some of those. And so we were just trying to make sense of it, you know, the reason why this may have taken place. And so it was a lot of extrapolation at the end of the day. But uh, what we want to do this week, um, based on last week, is to kind of look further beyond what was taking place with Kobe Bryant. And, And the reason why it's not so much into his life, but into the life of other people. And the reason why we do that is because there have been other deaths 
that were kind of strange or mysterious or it's kind of like people are in disbelief. Why? Because it doesn't make sense. And we have more facts as it pertains to those given deaths. With Kobe, this has just happened. So it's not solidified exactly everything that surrounds his death. So with that being said, we are going to play a game of hide and seek, Brother J style. We are going to look for that which is hidden. And so if you have access to your computer or your phone, I'm going to have you look up some things. It's actually going to be quite a few things. And the reason why is that through pictures and information, we are going to be able to deduce the possibilities. We still will not arrive at a total conclusive understanding, but the power of the uh, of deduction is going to assist us in this matter because at the end of the day, um, everybody would like to know, hey, did someone have a hand in Kobe Bryant's death? And if so, who was it and why? All right? So let's take it all the way back, all the way back, way back to 1875, October 12th. You're like, what? Why are we going back there, Brother Jay? I'm going to tell you why, because that's the day that Aleister Crowley was born. Aleister Crowley, folks, I'm not going to get into a lot of great details, but I would like for you to type his name into your Google search. It is spelled A-L-E-I-S-T-E-R, last name Crowley, C-R-O-W, like a crow, L-E-Y. Search images, folks, so you can get a picture of Aleister Crowley. I want you all to take a look at this guy. Why? Because this guy was a high-ranking witch, if you will. He was into a lot of the esoteric knowledge that originated from none other than Babylon, which originated from Babel with Nimrod back in Genesis. And and by the way, folks, you guys probably think like, you know, why are you talking about the Bible? Because that's what we do. That's what we do. That's the reason why Brother L already took you to Jude. Why? That's how we create a standard for ourselves, and we take those scriptures and we make comparisons to what's actually going on today. And I got several scriptures for you, but in this game of hide-and-seek, I want you to pull up Aleister Crowley and get a good look at this guy. Why? Because he is still leaving, leaving an impact on us today. How so, Brother Jay? Well, what I'd like for you to do next, if you pick if you pulled up Aleister Crowley, hold on, let me switch here. If you picked up Aleister Crowley's face and you get an idea, especially when he had cut all his hair off, I'd like for you next to go to your Google search, put in images, and pull up Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the Beatles. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Clubs, Hearts Club Band album cover. Now, folks, ask, ask yourself, why is it that this guy, Aleister Crowley, born October 12th, 1875, dies December 1st of 1947, is in the upper left-hand corner. All you have to do is look for his bald head. You will see him. There's an image of him on this album. Why? Why? Folks, Beatles made that album, let's see here, 
May 26th of 1967. He died in 1947. Why is he on that album? I can tell you why he's on that album. Because what he taught, the esoteric knowledge that he taught, the Beatles embraced. And as such, they paid homage to him on their album cover. Folks, it's a nice game of hide and seek. There's some people hiding. We're going to seek them out. We're going to come to an understanding because there is a lot going on that you do not see. That's the reason why it's called esoteric. If it was exoteric, it's meant for the masses. But if it's esoteric, it's only meant for a select few persons. And the Beatles were those persons. Aleister Crowley taught them even in his death. They read what he wrote, and as a result of that, they paid homage to him. Then I'd like for you to look up Jay-Z, do what thou wilt. Jay-Z? Yes, Jay-Z. Do what thou wilt. That last word is spelled W-I-L-T. Do what thou wilt. What you will find if you do an image search for Jay-Z, do what thou wilt, you will find Jay-Z wearing a sweatshirt that says those very words, do what thou wilt. And you may be asking yourself, like, what does do what thou wilt mean? It means do what you want, folks. And the reason why Jay-Z was wearing that shirt is because Jay-Z also was impacted by Aleister Crowley. And that, those words, do what thy wilt, Aleister Crowley said that that will be the whole of the law. Do what thy wilt. Well, what type of law is that? Do whatever you want. That is almost like lawless. However, however, that's what he was pushing. The Beatles, they drunk some of that Kool-Aid. Jay-Z drunk some of that Kool-Aid. If you consider those words, do what thou wilt, it really just means do what you want. You will find that in today's American culture and elsewhere, that is still pervasive. There are still people who pay homage to Aleister Crowley and his Luciferian doctrine. You're like, Luciferian? Yes, Luciferian doctrine. It's a teaching of Lucifer. Reason being is that God, the Most High, God, the creator of heaven and earth and everything that in them is, he is a God of law and order. Well, it is of no big uh, surprise that Satan would be a God of lawlessness. Do what you want. Don't, do, don't keep laws. Do what you want. What's the, what's the slogan for Nike, folks? You don't even have to look this up. You should know this. It's right on your T-shirt or somewhere. Just do it. You're thinking, nah, Brother John, you're tripping. Folks, I'm here to tell you something. Just do it. Digital Underground, 1990, Sex Packets. Y'all remember that song, right? Or that album, rather. There was a song that actually is called Do What You Like. If I may, help yourself to a cracker with a spread of cheddar cheese. Have a neck bone. You ain't got to say please. Eat how you like. And do what you like. That's the way the lyrics went on one particular stanza, folks. Do what you like. 
for some of you old heads, and Seth vehemently disagrees with me on this, but I'm here to tell you, folks, there's a song. I was going to play the clip, but I can just sing this one because I went to choir for like three years in, in high school, and I can do this. It was by BT Express called Do It Till You're Satisfied. It goes something like this. Come on and do it. Do it. Do it till you're satisfied. And everybody's like, no, John. No, you tripping now. Folks, you thought they were just talking about doing it, as in some type of intimate scenario. I could agree with you for the most part, except for when that part plays, there's another brother that comes in, and he says, whatever it is. So he goes, come on and do it. Do it. Do it till you're satisfied, whatever it is. It's not just sex, folks. Do whatever you want until you're satisfied. Why? Because it's lawlessness. That's the objective. of. Uh, and keep in mind, folks, when I'm talking about these individuals, I'm not trying to say that the whole group were Satan worshipers or Luciferians. No. It only takes one person to write a song. And sometimes the person doesn't even write the song. Someone else wrote the song, and the A&R guy says, look, I, I need for you guys to put, sing this particular song. It's going to blow up. We're going to put you in the in, in rubbing shoulders with, with, with company of, of uh, persons who have made it, and you're going to make it too. Your song's going to go to the top. Well, John, let me folks. ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How do you want us? How do you want yeah. to do this? Do you want to finish what you're saying and then we interject? Or I mean, quick interjection. Exactly. Do you want us to? Okay. No. All right. Let us know what I would, we can. I would like to just run through this. I would like to run through this, folks. And and here's why. Because once I run through this, then you will see the correlation, not the absolute understanding, but a correlation between the death of Kobe Bryant. Okay. And you're like, what? I understand, folks. So listen, Salt and Pepper, they made many a great song. Do you realize that the only song that they got an Emmy for was called None of Your Business? To me, it was the worst song they'd ever made. I mean, not just from a philosophical standpoint, it just wasn't hitting. I mean, if you think about Push It, I don't know. It was popping. But Salt and Pepper made a song called None of Your Business. The lyrics were something like, if I want to bring a guy home with me tonight, it's none of your business. It, was, it wasn't hitting. How do you dance to that? They actually got a Grammy for that. Folks, why did they get a Grammy for that? All right, I'm going to let that go. Let's talk about Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma. Albert Pike was a 33rd degree Mason. He was the highest ranking Mason in three different Masonic orders. He wrote the book, Morals and Dogma. Folks, I would like for you to put into your search engine, Google it, Morals and Dogma. And while you're putting it there, put in page 321. Because on page 321 of that book, you will find Albert Pike giving a cameo appearance to none other than Lucifer. He explains that Lucifer is the light bearer, the son of the morning. Isn't this supposed to be the angel of darkness, folks? Why is he calling him the light bearer? Because that's the way the Luciferians approach it. They look at it from a standpoint of that the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth and everything that is in them is, be he glorified, that 
He's the one that was trying to keep knowledge from man, but Lucifer, he was the one who brought knowledge to man and gave man insight and understanding. That's the reason why it is always humanity's technology, whatever the case may be, against God. You may say, well, I don't see that. Folks, I'll leave that be. Look that up, folks. Morals and dogma. Dogma is spelled D-O-G-M-A, page 321, and you'll see what he has to say about Lucifer. Let's talk about Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey created the Church of Satan out in California, 1968. He uh, was one of the primary persons who brought the quote-unquote devil's hand or the devil's hand symbol into mainstream music, primarily rock music at that time. I would like for you to look up Anton LaVey, that's A-N-T-O-N, LaVey, L-A-V-E-Y, and then put devil's hand. You'll see a lot of different hand symbols that Anton LaVey uses, but there's one where the pinky is up, the index finger is up. That's the one that I would like to draw your attention to. And the reason why, folks, is because you will see variations of this a lot, a lot, folks. You probably will be surprised the amount of times that you watch and see this and not even know it. And the reason why is that the people do it subtly. They do it in movies. They do it during primetime TV. You can see it in cartoons. You it's everywhere, folks. You're being entertained, and you're not paying attention. I have an eye to see it because I've trained myself. I don't mind being entertained, but I will rewind and double-check to see. Let me see how their hand was formed because that's how they pay homage to Lucifer with the satanic hand symbol, folks. If you have pulled that up, what I'd like for you to do is pull up the 666 hand sign. Folks, don't get scared about this. I want you to know that people who are Luciferians or even Satanists, it's not like these are people who are killing animals out in the middle of the woods. This is your doctor. This is your attorney. This is your attorney general. This is your senator. <laughs> these are people who have climbed to various places, socioeconomic statuses within society. Um, they're not riding around on brooms and, and wearing big old black hats like the uh, Wizard of Oz, Wicked Witch of the North, or wherever the, the, the uh, direction was that she was from. Uh, these people look like everyday people, folks. They're your, they're your chief of police. You should know that. They're your mayors. And I'm explaining to you why they are that, why they're that. So the 6-6 six, six hand sign, folks, it looks like what Buckwheat would make when he said, oh, Tay. You're like, no, that's not oh, Tay. That's, that's Buckwheat. That's, folks, the main objective of the Masonic order, the, the, keep in mind, not all of the Masons, but the illumined ones, is to hide in plain sight. So the symbols that they use are symbols that you're used to. You are used to seeing these things. We're going to talk about the, the star in just a moment, which is not a star but a pentagram. It is seen all over Texas. Why? Because it's the Lone Star State. 
I sit, I sit and look oftentimes amazed because there's a pentagram inside of a circle, which is one of the highest-ranking satanic symbols that there is. It's all over Texas because it's the Lone Star State. Whose idea was that? I don't know, but we'll talk about it. Folks, what I'd like for you to do next is put, up, put in 666 hand sign and put in the name Kenneth Copeland. Y'all like, what? He just dropped somebody's name? Yes, I did, Kenneth Copeland. And after you do Kenneth Copeland, put in Jesse Duplantis. And after you put in Jesse Duplantis, put in Joel Osteen. Put in the, put in the devil's hand sign and put in Joel Osteen. Put in Barack Obama. Put, put in George Bush, senior and junior. Folks, you will not only see their images flashing these symbols, but you will see a plethora of other people flashing the same symbols. If you actually think that you're just living your life and, and the news that you see and the current events that take place are just happen, happening haphazardly, no, folks, they're not. There are people who work with one another to accomplish a particular end. Um, I want to quickly cameo Satan himself utilizing what he has given to these people because he tried it once before with the Messiah. Matthew 4, 8 and 9. This is once the Messiah had been uh, baptized by John the Baptist. He was fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, no water, no food, in the desert, in the wilderness. Afterwards, he was hungered, and Satan came to tempt him. He tempted him with several attributes or other other temptations, but the final one was such that it says, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said unto him, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Well, folks, I'll make quick of that story. The Messiah did not fall down and worship him. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. He knows that the worship belongs to the Most High God. Satan left him alone and would look to tempt him another day. But what we did find is Satan's method of operation or his M.O. If you or whomever would bow down and worship him, he would give you things that pertain to this world. So the thing, folks, the thing is, folks, people who are in positions of influence and authority, how did they get there? Please understand, I'm not saying every person. I'm just saying some people. And when I say some people, those people will let you know how they got there one way, shape, or form because they pay homage to the, to the entity that put them there. They will put up that symbol. They will, and there's a lot of other symbols. I'm only going to talk about a couple because I'm going to draw your attention to one that's going to bring us back to Kobe Bryant. And you're going to like, what? How could you? No way. You're talking crazy, Brother Jay. I'm going to let you know in just a moment. Folks, if, a, if, if somebody has a certain degree of influence, they can get greater influence by joining in with the satanic church, the Luciferians, that group, they work, but the illumined masons. Even if, even if it's just nothing more than, hey, Jim, I see that your sales are sluggish today. You know, um, I'm going to give you uh, something to bite on. 
I want you to meet me tomorrow night over at this particular address. I'm going to introduce you to some heavy hitters, and I can assure you they're going to get you where you need to be. Something as simple as that type of conversation in a business environment. That's how it starts, folks. That's how it starts. So I want to talk about real quickly some of the odd deaths that have taken place. Whitney Houston dies in the bathtub, while Clive Davis, who is a music executive, was having a pre-Grammy party right under her. She dies in the bathtub. Bobby Christina, Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown's daughter, also dies in what? A bathtub. What is the probability of that, folks? Think about it. What's the probability of a mother and a daughter dying at separate times, but in the exact same scenario, a bathtub? I'm not saying that this is what I think it is. I'm just saying that what's the probability, folks? Michael Jackson. Everybody knows and loves Michael. Matter of fact, when you take a moment, put Michael Jackson Baphomet hand sign. Yes, you'll find it. All right? But what I also want you to do is put in a search that says Michael Jackson's speech on Sony and Tommy Matola. You can spell it wrong. It'll pull it up. Michael Jackson's speech on Sony and Tommy Matola. You don't have to listen to it now, but if you listen to that, Mike made some pretty condemning statements as it pertained to Sony and Tommy Mottola. He even went as far as to call Tommy Mottola a devil. Folks, Mike is not here with us today, and he did not die of old age. Mike's death was really one of those deaths where you had to raise an eyebrow. He was killed by his doctor? Folks, his doctor... Con, Dr. Conrad Murray. The next level of hide and seek is Dr. Conrad Murray. Put in Dr. Conrad Murray Mason. You will see that Dr. Conrad Murray was a Freemason. I'm not saying that it is what I think it is. All I'm saying is what's the probability? What's the probability of that taking place? Bernie Mac, folks died August 9, 2008, diagnosed with a mysterious, quote, unquote, ailment called sarcoidosis. Bernie Mac obviously was tearing it up. He had the Bernie Mac show. He had, matter of fact, he led out with the Kings of Comedy. He was the anchor on the Kings of Comedy. He ripped the Kings of Comedy, and for all intents and purposes, the biggest king on the Kings of Comedy and got what I consider to be out of all the people that were on the Kings of Comedy, the best TV show, his show was way hotter than Steve Harvey's, than D.L. Hughley's, than Cedric the Entertainer's. His show was killing them, killing them softly, no doubt. And then he's taken away from a mysterious ailment called sarcoidosis. Let's look at the other complexion, Heath Ledger. Y'all remember Heath Ledger? He played the Joker in Batman. He died from an accidental overdose of prescription medications, including painkillers and anti-anxiety drugs and sleeping pills. What was he taking? What? Folks, he died. Um, <laughs> if you, as a matter of fact, if you, if you put in Google, 
Heath Ledger's best performance. What is going to pull up is several, but the top one will always be the Joker in Batman. There's a reason why that one pulls up. It's the same reason why that sorry song from Salt and Pepper, None of Your Business, got a Grammy. It's because it played into a narrative. Heath Ledger paid the price for that. And even Jack Nicholson, when told about Heath Ledger's death, said, that's awful. I warned him. Why would Jack warn him not to play that role? Because Jack Nicholson knows that when you are going into character and people who act, if you know somebody who acts, you understand that they have to get into character. Well, some people take that a little further than others. I'm not saying that it is what you think I'm saying, saying that it is. I'm just saying that what's the probability that someone would allow an entity to enter them so that they can perform at a high or higher level? Folks, I'm going to end it up with this. I want you to look up the goat of Mendez. The goat of Mendez. When you look up the goat of Mendez, you're going to find the very entity that the Knights Templar were guilty of worshiping. If you look up Baphomet, that is spelled B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T, you will find that Baphomet is the exact same goat as the goat of Mendez. Why, folks? Why a goat? Why is this a satanic portrayal? Why is a goat a satanic portrayal of Satan? Well, I can tell you why, folks. I'm going to take you to this last scripture, and then we're going to bring it all in. But before I do, I want you to take note of, you probably see that pentagram that I told you about earlier. And that goat's head is in that pentagram. So where the top of the pentagram has two pointed ends, that's where the goat's horns are. And then where his ears are kind of flaring out to the sides, that's where the side points of the stars are. And where his chin protrudes from the bottom, and he oftentimes has a, a, a pointed beard, that's the, the bottom tip. I want you to take note of the top two points and the bottom point. Again, Baphomet, B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T, the goat of Mendez. You can search either one of them because they are dang near synonymous. You will find them in all type of occult worship. You will find them always, some way, shape, or form, like in a pentagram or something along those lines. And this is why, folks, the Day of Atonement, a Hebrew day, a very important Hebrew day, because this is the day that the temple is cleansed. You like the temple is cleansed? Yes. When, when the people would come and make sacrifices for their sins, those sins would be in the temple. And on one day out of the year, the Day of Atonement, the high priest had to get those sins out of the temple. And that was a very important day. Well, folks, there's an entire regimen that he went through, ceremony, to do that. However, in Leviticus 16, 21, you will see how this ended up for um, two goats. One goat was sacrificed, 
It says, and Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat, there's two goats, and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions and all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat. He puts his head upon the live goat and places those sins upon that goat. And it says, and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. Now, there's an allegory there, but we're not going to get into that. The point is that that goat is taken into the wilderness and released. That goat, folks, is the goat of Mendez. That goat is the Bathomet. That goat is the scapegoat, as they call it. That's the reason why Satan has portrayed himself or people have portrayed him through his um, moving upon them as a goat because he was the one to take those sins out of that temple. They were placed upon him, and he was taken out into the wilderness and let go. And so, folks, you're like, well, Brother Jay, we really don't want to get off into the scriptures. We're just here to talk about Kobe. Well, good. I'm glad you are because what I'd like for you to look up, the last thing is the Black Mamba logo. You put that in your Google search under images, and what you will see is not the Baphomet, not the goat. It's a symbol. However, if you took the Baphomet and superimposed him on the Black, Black Mamba logo, it would be a perfect fit. Perfect fit. Folks, understand that people who move in these Luciferian circles, they are not always privy to what it all entails. And the deeper you go, the more that's required of you. That's the reason why last week Brother Leonard said plainly, blood sacrifice. Folks, blood sacrifice goes way back. It's not even just biblical because biblically it was never humans. It was always animals. Why? Because we serve a God that gave grace where as opposed to killing the man, he let an animal be put in his place because there was coming a great sacrifice, the son, his son, that would then take away the sins of this earth. And he has for those who are willing to step into the grace given them through the blood of the Messiah. And we would recommend that you do that very thing. However, for those persons who operate in these Luciferian circles, they don't recognize right away that oftentimes a blood sacrifice is required. And I'm not saying that it was Kobe. I'm saying that I believe it possibly could have been someone else. Someone else. But the one thing is for certain, if you have followed, I'm sorry? I said interesting. If you have followed that trajectory from the Baphomet to the Gold of Mendez to the, pen, to the pentagram and then look up the Black Mamba symbol, it is a perfect match, folks. You may say, John, you're out of your mind. So be it. But I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now that there are no facts to support the death of Michael Jackson as it pertained to Conrad Murray killing him for the intent of, of, of some higher-ups who wanted him dead because of what he said about Sony and Tommy Mottola, the Whitney Houston, Bobby Christina, Bernie Mac, 
Heath Ledger. There's a litany of other people whom, when they die, you're thinking like, oh, man, that's horrible. Folks, some of these people are not just dying. They're being killed. And that's what I'll leave you with because as information comes out, as it pertains to Kobe Bryant's death, I am inclined to believe, as, as the brother last week said, you'll remember these words, that there's more that's going on under the surface than what appears. I'm going to open the lines up, folks, so that you can say your piece. Obviously, we want our panelists to jump in and say their piece. Now, keep in mind, folks, it does, it's, you don't have to speak on what it is that I spoke on. You can just give your opinions, whatever your thoughts are, condolences to the family even. It's, it's fine. But what I wanted you to finally see is the, the conclusion of the symbols, what Albert Pike said about symbols and morals and dogma and the symbol of the Black Mamba uh, logo, as well as the symbol of the Golden Mendez and the Baphomet. All right. Okay. Let's open those lines up, Brother Seth. All right, and I want to be the first one to jump in really quickly, and I won't make it too long here. Then we're going to go to uh, Brother Lashore, then we're going to go to Brother Dan, then Pastor Chris. Uh, Pastor Chris lines up and he's back. But really quickly, uh, I do believe that pretty much most of what you said, I do think there's powerful people. Again, JFK spoke about them. Bill Clinton spoke about them. People have been talking about this group of people. I have a book uh, that I let you see a long time ago with over 4,000 secret societies. Hi. All of them are based on them. Nearly all of them are based in Europe. Why are secret societies in Europe? Why are they not in Africa? Why are they not in India? Why are most of the secret societies are in Europe? You have to think about that because Europeans run the world. Why they run the world? They have to have secrets. So there's a lot of what to what you're saying. It goes deeper than what you're saying. It's more horrible than what you're saying. It's more blacker than what you're saying. It's more discouraging. It will make a lot of people grow up if they knew all the truth. Having said that, I'm going to divide your your presentation into three pieces. Big chunks, medium chunks, little chunks. I think there's more big chunks that you have than you, that, you, that you have. I've heard you. There's things even more persuasive than what you've done. But you did a good job, John. Serious. You really did. I personally will leave off. This is just me. Make it real quickly. And I'm going to try to for the sake of time, because I know I want to jump in here, I'm talking about my three minutes. I can put myself on a little timer. I'm going to put my brother, he's going to put his stuff on the timer, because I want to hear from all these other panelists, because I know how I can go on and on and on. All right. We'll put myself on a three-minute timer. Really quickly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring up underground, digital underground lyrics. I wouldn't bring up BT Express. I wouldn't bring up salt or pepper. Why? Because those lyrics are weak. It doesn't mean just because somebody said do it that it is, to me, it's associated with Satanism. It is associated with evil in that, you, that we're supposed to be doing what the Father wants us to do, we're doing what the Father wants us to do, and the Scriptures prohibit us doing our own thing. You want us to take our will, bend it towards the Father's will, and that's what the Scripture preaches for us. So when people, it's just a worldly way. The world's way is to do it your own. Do it your way, do it your way. So if you start trying to find all songs that saying do it your way, Go, when they say go have sex, when they say sex before marriage, they're saying do it your way. So every song is almost saying do it your way. So literally you would have to say every song out there that's wrote. That's why we call it secular music because it's telling us to do things against God's will. And I'm not going to put all them people into Satanism. So that's why I wouldn't use Digital Underground, BT Express, Salt and Pepper. And, you know. Now with regards to Kobe Bryant, his symbol, I'm looking at it right now. It, is, it forms to me a cross. And it has a snake around, and that reminds me of Moses with the snake, you know, the snake up on the, on the cross. So somebody could argue that. I don't know. And let's just say you're right. Let's say it is a satanic symbol. How do we know that Kobe chose it? It 
could have been somebody in this, these powerful people that Brother John is talking about. And folks, believe me, they are real. Don't trivialize what the brother is saying now. These folks are real, okay? Y'all better ask somebody. I mean, we can do shows on it. We can give you names. Again, I'm, I have a book with over 4,000 organizations. We're talking about numbers you can call and go, hi, hello, and speak with somebody. They are legitimate uh, 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 secret societies. You say, well, they got numbers. Why is it so secret? There's an element of them that's been tied to evil. Let's just say it like that. But they're, they're like Skull and Bones. That's a classic example. Skull and Bones, most presidents is a part of They'll tell you, yeah, I remember Skull and Bones. They should tell you boldly. Yes, I remember. They have been linked to all kind of blood ritual, blood sacrifice, and so forth. That's what I mean by 4,000 notorious um, um, secret societies like this. This is real. So that's, that's what I said about Kobe. With regards to Satan, I love what you said about Satan and him saying, all this I, all this was given me, all this was given me. That means Satan has it on his own. Satan deceives, he's a deceiver, he's a liar, he's a trickster, and he has tricked mankind to wave their wheel and to follow him. And Brother John is just talking about once they wave their wheel, some of them are putting lyrics out there, and they're saying things like, do what you want, uh, uh, it's your body, it's, it's your thing, do what you want to do. He'll probably add that to the group. Uh, that to his group. It's lots of people saying, do it your way. Uh, Betty, 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 uh, 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 Betty, I think I want a song, Tonight is the Night You Make Me a Woman. That's totally ungodly. Most songs, this is why they tell us in the church. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brother Seth. God, that being loud. said. That so, so, so loud. Folks forget. As it had to be. As it had to be, Brother Seth. Let, let me let you finish your <laughs> statement. I'll finish it. I've been only talking three minutes, so let me just get this really out of the way real quickly. So that's what I would say. I think you have more big fish to throw out there where people go, my God, you should have said that first. There is a whole lot to what this brother is saying, a whole lot of proof. I still don't know if we can tie Kobe to it, but I do like some of the things. I do think Toby's death like the brother last week, like the callers last week. There's something not right about it. I don't think it was uh, uh, just weather and what the news is saying. There is something there, and I, that's why I appreciate shows like this. Just, just get taken out our microscope and our spiritual microscopes and trying to see what's going on. So, people, please don't trivialize us tonight. I have more to say, so I'm going to let some other brothers jump in here, then I'll come back with round two later. Go ahead, Brother John. Uh, yeah, let me just quickly state that while your notion is understood and accepted, it is summarily dismissed from a standpoint of, I don't look to defend this position. Um, the fact is that I'm the one person who has taken the time to study Luciferianism, study Satanism, read portions of that book of morals and dogma, find out about Albert Pike. And I'm sure there's other people who may have looked into it, but by no stretch of the imagination am I saying that this is all fact. There's always the possibility that if someone is hiding in plain sight, if someone is utilizing symbols in plain sight, that there are other people who are using those symbols innocuously, innocently. I mean, come on, come on. Okay, buckwheat. It's it's a it's an it's a common symbol. But so yeah, it's not like I'm looking to defend the position here. Uh, let's go ahead and bring on Brother L, um, and then we'll pop around to the other uh, panelists. Okay, Brother L, you're on. Go right ahead and and um, you're on. Go right ahead, Brother. Okay, he must be busy. Let's move on to uh, Brother Dan. We'll come back to Brother L. Uh, Brother Dan, your line is up and going with your comments, please. Let's we'll keep it going right, right away, folks. 
I'm here, brother. Yeah. My meter was line was muted. <clears throat> okay, you gotta move a little fast, brother. Okay, go ahead, brother. Let's hear it. Then, brother, Dan, just hold on here. Okay. Go and okay. Let me. All first right. of all, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to uh, say what I'll say, and I get out the line. Uh, because when you have y'all rush me, it's like literally I do not get out what I want to say. It's like I actually say it went lined up, lined up more really. Yeah, so please let me just, let me just let me just play this out, please. Okay, and that is this: is that in conjunction with Brother John said, Brother John stated a number of things that if you take them and look them at face value, may they not fit together, because this is a this is a subject matter that requires time to lay out. Uh, when we talk about, I, you know, I'm a college graduate. I went, I went to Oral Roberts University. I studied church history. One of my major emphases that I had a professor that taught all types of philosophy that comes from European philosophy, where we get a lot of the the materials that we have today. And one of the things is, is that I just want to mention one name. And John mentioned two names. And actually, there's a name that precedes his. And when I tell you who this man is and his involvement and that which you hold most cherished, it's going to shock you. So that's why before I say this, I want to say this to some of the people that are out there. When we deal with subject matters like this, this can be extremely overwhelming. And when these subject matters involve people that we hold dear or we're fond of, it can be very difficult to embrace. My son is a sports aficionado. My son probably knows everything of basketball that you could think of. He could own his own, he could do his own show. And he also studied Satanism and hip-hop and other arenas for a moment and for a time. And so he's very familiar with the Illuminati. He's very familiar that they have a history of sacrificing people for blood sacrifice because just like God, Satan requires blood. Blood is a form of currency in the occult world, if you know how to study or research anything about it. So what happened is that when I woke up the next morning and I was revealed to me that this man's life was taken as a sacrifice, I walked out the door and I spoke to a young man who was very engaged in these matters, and I said, they killed Kobe. He looked at me and he had this look on his face. That my knowing my son, I knew what it was. It was like, I know you're right, but I don't want to talk about this because I do not want to embrace this or accept that this is the reality, even though I know it. And for a lot of people who are listening under the sound of my voice and then listening to this radio show, there have been some things that have come across this radio show as a result, as of, la- as of late. And there's some information that's very difficult for you to embrace. But I would say this. If God has you on this line and you are listening, it is not by happen chance or circumstance, but you are walking in divine providence because God is exposing the works of darkness. And in doing so, he must open our eyes to see what's going on. And what John gave you, he, was gave, he gave you points and pieces he gave you things that you can use to detail that if you start to research, you'll find it out. And I said the name Sir Francis Bacon. John, this is the reason why GOAT is a symbol in occultic activity. Now, the symbol did not begin to be used as a very fluent thing in European occultic activity until probably the, the 18th century. But this is the reason why it's present. Because the person who was one of the hands who had a hand in translating the scriptures, 
is actually the father of the Illuminati, and his name is Sir Francis Bacon. Yes, you heard me. He had a hand in translating the King James Bible. So what you have to understand is that what you people, you've now taken on a different level. You walk into a deeper realm, and you cannot completely rely upon intellect. And that's why I must disagree with you, Seth, because if you understand what Gnosticism is and how Gnosticism comes out of the Garden of Eden from the what God told us, he said, if you eat from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, you shall surely die. Because in that, that is destruction. That's death. He said, but if you eat from the tree of life, you shall live. So what has happened is that man has reverted back to the 666, the 16th the number of man, where now in the present day we live in, that man is feeding from the knowledge of good and evil. And that's why like the Bible says in the last days, it says they, they will not be able to endure sound teaching because they will heap to themselves teachers, teaching doctors and philosophies that appeal to them. So, with this, I could go through a lot of facts, but I don't want to do that right now. I think there's something more significant and important that you understand, that we're dealing with something that's spiritual. And when I said that on the line, when I came in, said, give me, give me a head up when we talk about issues of Satanism, because this is real, because I fought those wars. When it's real spiritual battle, the Bible says be wise to the vices of Satan. It says for Satan is roaring around like a, like a roaring lion seeking those whom he can devour. And the only ones he can devour are the sleep, of the unconscious, of the unwoke. Seth began with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will meet you and guide you into all truth. But you have a lot of barriers that push against the Holy Spirit, that grieve and vex the Holy Spirit. Because you've been taught by Christianity not to study, not to use your mind. But the Bible says to love the Lord, the God, with all my heart, soul, mind, and body. I might even be done for the night. I'm just going to listen. Brother John, you did an excellent job. Good look, L. Uh, touche on that. That was the, the big ups on that. Um, well said. Let's go ahead and pull on uh, Brother Dan. Uh, Brother Dan, let's, let's go ahead and hear what you have to say, uh, be it specific to what has been said or if you want to take it to a different vein. Okay, I'd like to say that there's probably people listening to this today, and, and they say, oh, man, what's wrong with y'all, man? I'm talking about um, people worshiping the devil and giving credit to the devil. But I'm going to go another direction. There are actually people doing that. They actually have a church called Satan. They have a Bible called Satan. So it is real. But I'm going to tell you something. that the, the biggest thing is that a lot of people are not directly worshiping the devil, but they're under the influence of the devil. You have two powers in the world. You have God, light. Satan, darkness. God, truth. Satan, lies. Death. So so people say, get real, boy. Get real. You know, that sounds like a movie or something. I'm not into that, man. So I, I don't know what this is all about. Well, if you're not serving Jesus, you actually un- under you're actually um, that you're serving the devil unknowledgeably. You might not go and get the Bible, the Satan Bible, or do the hand signals and stuff. 
But there's only two powers in this world. There's God and the devil. If, so you have a choice. Choose you, choose you this day who you will serve. So if you choose God, it exposes the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And let me say this also. Now, the tragedies we have in the world, one of the biggest deceptions of the devil is God does all everything. Somebody get killed. That, that's an act of God. Or a lightning fall from the sky. That's God doing that. There's, 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 there's a power of Satan, too, dealing in this world. And some of these things, that, a lot of these things that happen is not God. God is love. And and we're talking about deception. Deception? Just like obviously said practice? Practice? Then deception is one of the biggest things in the world. Let me give you the biggest deception. Most people don't believe there is a devil. Now tell me that's not the biggest deception. And when people hear about Satan, it's with two horns. A, a, a long tail, and he's got red on. Ladies and gentlemen, Satan was an angel, a fallen angel, a liar from the beginning, who deceived about one-third of the angels in heaven. Let me tell you something. you got to be pretty convinced to get somebody out of heaven. So well, how, do, how, how do we walk and, and, uh, and, and know who we are. You have to give your life to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Satan comes to kill, to rob, and destroy. I'm finished. My man. Dan, I probably have not rocked with you like I am right now. <laughs> that was well stated. And, and the reason why I liked it, Dan, is because I don't throw up hand symbols. I don't do these things that the people who are um, Luciferian worshipers or Satan worshipers do. But I know when I am operating in my fleshly carnal desires and dealing with satanic impulses, I understand that. And so, you you know, you that's what I really, of all that you stated, that's probably the one thing that I really embrace and, and wholeheartedly espouse is that, folks, we don't look to just be critical of, of these people. They've made their choices. We're making ours. But, John John Clark, I'm no saint in that respect. It's the blood of Christ that really is what makes me anything that I am today. I jack up regularly, okay? So, Dan, good looking out on that. Pastor Chris, pop on. Let's see what you got to say. Pastor Chris, Temple, Elijah, represent. Right here. He just he just dropped again. He just, I don't know what's going on with his line. He's been here all this time. He just dropped. So, Maybe a call back. He's having a trouble. Trouble. But I just want to come in really quickly while Pastor Chris is calling back. When I see his line, I'll stop. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, I hope people are understanding that nobody really knows. Well, in our spirit, we really do know, but we can't prove it to some of y'all's liking what happened to Kobe. But you know as well as I know, like many have said, when I first heard the news, I knew it was foul play. Don't underestimate that. Okay, we. On this show, we only can do so much, okay? We have 
biases, prejudices, limits, um, fears, well, it could be so much, but we do have the Holy Spirit. And just listen with your spirit and not so much your head, because you're going to hear some things that probably grieve you that we may be saying to each other or doing. Just know this. They are killing us. When I say they, I'm not just talking about white folks. I'm talking about people in power. And it's not, it's predominantly whites, uh, so-called whites, if I can group them uh, based on a color, which is no such thing. Uh, but we do pay homage to that. But that's a part of the new world order right there, lumping people into a group based on a color, which is no such thing as a white person or a black person. That's a part of this. This is just as much as wicked as anything we're going to present tonight. But one thing we know about Kobe, again, uh, dad died at 40 years old, again, um, um, uh, uh, um, excuse me, dead at 41 years old, um, wife of Nelson, I think he had four girls. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. What we're trying to do tonight, the goal of the show tonight, we're going to be we're going to brother Chris to get back in and then we're going to bring on Ella Shore. Oh, Pastor Chris, I think he's back already. Well, okay, Pastor Chris, we see you. All right, I'm coming to you. All right, uh, but uh, the thing uh, uh, the thing I just want to say, the goal of the show tonight, again, we're not here to scare anybody or anything like this. Some of this is very alarming if you've never heard it. You know, people say Illuminati this, Illuminati that, but we're going to take the spook out of it. It ain't just... Everybody in the, like I said to my sister, we had a big argument. Not a big argument, but she was thinking everybody singing as rich is, is Illuminati. Now, tell her, no, that's not true. Everybody bouncing a basketball is Illuminati as well. That's not true. You can bounce a ball. Uh, probably about 30 organizations going to want you. Somebody's going to pay you 20, 30 million. They're going to be trying to, you know, basketball play, players, agents going to try to find the, the most money. So, it's not true just because you're rich, you're Illuminati. That's not what we're saying. Illuminati have, a, have a, 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 an agenda. If your craft, like Jay-Z, you know, Beyonce, you know, if the, what she is doing to the girls' minds of America and the world is evil. It's just the truth. Beyonce par- parading around the way she do, the way she dressed, the way she, what the Kardashians, I believe they are in it because what they are about is taking our people backwards. I don't think they're the only bad people out there, but anybody out there that's pushing filth and, 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 and changing literally almost single-handedly changing uh, cultures with decadent uh, behavior. That's who I think is Illuminati. Just because somebody's wealthy, we're not saying they're Illuminati. It, the, enemy, the enemy is not interested in making you wealthy. If you're going to be somewhere talking about Jesus is, uh, or Yeshua is the Christ, he's not interested in you. I beg to disagree with you on this, Seth. Okay, that's fine. And the, and the reason why I beg uh, Hold on, hold on a second. Let me finish what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. Let me see what I'm saying because I'm not even talking long. Uh, but really quickly, what happens is if everybody, like I said to my sister, she's scared to death, and, 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 and it was, this, this is the effect of what happens when you think everybody's in Illuminati. Just because somebody is wealthy don't mean they're in the Illuminati. That's all, I can't say it enough. The Illuminati looking for people to use and push their agenda. If you're pushing Christ, if you're pushing holiness, if you bring in God's glory, what? How stupid would it be to make that person wealthy? Now I know some people in the gospel circles that are saying Christ, but they got some decadent in something they're doing. Yeah, I think they could be alone in the Illuminati, and yet they're Christians. So in that regards, yes, because they're not totally with God, and they're producing a, you know, they're getting our people deceived. Because he is going to come as an angel of light also. I understand that. But, I mean, if you're somewhere and you're just pushing righteousness and you're constantly declaring Christ is the way, no. That's the one I'm not interested in. That's my comment. 
And then Pastor Chris, I see you back out there, LSU. Go ahead, LSU, and then Pastor Chris. Well, I was saying in this regard is that I'm already, you got it. One of the things. One of the thing, one of the things is that um, the Bible says that Satan, and remember this is in the scriptures. If you go to the book of Second Corinthians, and I think it's about the tenth chapter, or either it's the first Corinthians, it's Paul speaking in regards to other apostles, and he talks about these apostles who Satan. It says Satan presents himself, his ministers, his his servants as ministers of righteousness. And so this is the this is the aspect we're dealing with the issue of deception and as as Dan so eloquently laid out, and the Bible says that in the last days, which are the days that we're living in, because the world is getting darker. So anybody who's going to hear preaching, or teaching, or prophesying is going to get brighter. You are a liar. You are a liar from the devil. You are a false prophet. The world is darker, and it's going to get darker. And it says in the last days, many false prophets arise. Many should they should be they should do, they should do lying wonders. And whose name shall they come in when they do this? They shall come in Christ's name. And so when we're talking about the Illuminati, we have to understand that Seth is very absolutely right in terms that they want people who have the ability to influence the masses. And no all the people on the planet and the America's way of orientation of religion have the ability to influence masses like preachers do. And many of these televangelists that are on TVN and on Daystar, I can show you and give you points. If once I learn to teach you how to identify people who exhibit characteristics of the Illuminati, because remember, it is a secret society. And again, we go back that the angel, the devil manifests himself as an angel of light. And these people, their very objective, their main point is to deceive. And that's why, some of all things, the very arena that they have chosen to manifest and to work out their agenda is in through what? It's in through the arts. It's through entertainment. Remember, the name of the order is called the Illuminati. It's from the Illumination. And when you look at the origin of it out of England, and you wonder why come all of these secret societies are coming out of England, Ladies, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is these things began. Let's just say that they were propelled around about the third century, and guess what was the bedrock of the onset of these secret orders going throughout the European world and having their influence on politics, on science, on religion. It began in England with a guy named Sir Francis Bacon. Guess what his so-called ethnicity was? He was of a playful called Jews, that you see as Jews. Well, what does the Bible say about Jews? Which just give us an indication if we would just tune our eyes to see. It calls them the synagogue of Satan. The entertainment houses that you are in favor of, they are owned by these so-called people who are the synagogue of Satan. Most of these professional sports athletic teams are owned by these very people. And you have to understand that what they do is they present entertainment and, and, and force to get you distracted. So all I'm saying in that regard is that's not always think that a person has to be hellish, living like a devil, to think that they have, that they have to be affiliated with some secret order. Look at the impact and the influence that they're making. And are they truly leading people to Christ? Are they truly leading people to a devotional, intimate relationship, not just with Christ, but he, how he came to show us unto the Father? And that's why I come when Dan said, Jesus, yeah, my, 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 my spiritual zone kind of flipped a little bit because there's a lot of people out there that that name is kind of like, mm, it's offensive to them. So Dan was speaking of Yahweh shot. 
So if you people please know that. But know but the fact that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, that's why it's so important, that of all the people who understand what they believe in the history of it, it's those people who claim to be Christians are believers in the scriptures. Because that has been big and partial, the biggest tool that they have utilized to project and to carry out their agenda in the earth. Well, really quickly, 10 seconds, I'm going to uh, Pastor Chris, uh, let, well, let, let's moderate this and really quickly, if I may, but, uh, moderator. That's all I was saying, brother. I don't know why you said all that. I mean, it was good what you said, but you said everything I was saying. If they're hollering on Christ, if they're claiming Christ. I said Christ, because I wanted to say it. Oh, I got you. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Let me say what I want to say. Let's not be competitive. Okay, but don't get on the plane. Let me get on the plane. Don't need to say what I want to say. Just move on. Hold on. Hold on a second, Mel. Sure. You went. I'm going. I understand what, you, what I'm saying, though, is that's exactly what I was saying. There are going to be people who call on the name of Christ. If, they, if they're talking about Christ, they may make some mistakes. None of us flawed. I mean, I don't get all kind of crazy stuff. But I'm talking about if, you have, if, they, if you're making mistakes, it's one thing, but if you have a pattern of deception constantly teaching, like, for instance, uh, homosexuality is, is good. You can you can believe in Christ, but if you're preaching homosexuality, then could you be quoted by this organization? Possibly, and they can be funding you. They don't have to. You don't have to go somewhere in a dark room. I don't think these pastors went to a dark room saying, "I'm signing right here." I was telling my sister, they don't do that. It's just that the powers that be that are wicked will make sure you got plenty of money if you're saying homosexuality is right. That's the Illuminati I'm talking about. But in terms of, is Jake somewhere in the background saying, throwing up the bottom and all that? I don't believe that. But maybe they do. I just don't believe that. I think powerful people get behind them and, and support them secretly. They don't even know it. They think their donors are doing their, their faithful. No, you support the Illuminati, uh, who, I mean, I should, should say fool, but that's what I mean. So that's why I say, I'm saying what you're saying. If they're preaching Christ, if they're preaching the Bible and leading people to Christ, they ain't no Illuminati. I don't care how many how they hold their hand, okay? They just probably don't just it's just a hand gesture. But now if they got this pattern to where they're leading people astray through false teachings and the Illuminati could very well be pushing them. So it's a very it's a core thing they're doing. Nobody's getting in the back of signing I will they say. I don't think it's quite that obvious. And then there may be some that actually do that. But anyway, back to you, my race. Very well. Um, let me, Pastor Chris, before we come to you, because L was speaking at the time, Seth was speaking. Let me confirm, L, if you wanted to respond to what Seth was saying, or if we can go on to Pastor Chris. Well, no, I wanted to please move on to Pastor Chris because I want him to say. All I wanted to okay. say in regard to this, that, that is exactly actually that's not what I was saying. I agree with with you, Brother Seth, in that regard. That 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 a lot of these people, but a lot of those people who are teaching Christ. It's the form of Christ that they're teaching. It's like Paul said, you're teaching another gospel. And they teach what basically what we call a lukewarm Christianity. They do not teach the cross of Christ. And these are preachers who are on TBN. I could call them out by name, but I don't want to give the show any liability. But the reality is that, no, you think these people, that's your perception. Because the fact of the matter is that it's real something, and you say this, you acknowledge this. You said this is something that I haven't done a lot of research and investigation in. And I personally am a person that is not quick to speak and form a definitive opinion, especially I don't want to promote that definitive opinion if I haven't researched and investigated a matter fully for myself to draw a conclusion that that either is pro-con or pro-con. 
Because the fact of the matter is, is that Kenneth Copeland them, and I didn't even mean to say that, but John already alluded to it with the hand sign. Oh, so now John said it. If you look at these people, if you look at these people's ministry, and you put it under a microscope, and you compare it according to the scriptures, you will find out that these people are literally deceiving people, and they're doing exactly what Paul said. They're preaching gospel. They're preaching the gospel for gain, whose God is their belly, and that's exactly what they're mm. doing. And if we cannot look at the signs of greed and judge them by their fruit, then what matter are we judging? I don't need to see no Baphomet signs. I didn't need for John to explain to me and give me an education and, and, and secret order hand signs to know that Kenneth Copeland was a false prophet. All I had to do was listen to him and watch him because the Bible says you should judge them by their fruit. And he is not the only one. There are many of them. And this is why I come. it's so important that you people do understand what I'm saying because these people are deceiving us. And we need to expose them. And I have no hesitation about exposing them. I would talk, I literally have good outside their conferences waiting for them to show up so I could tell them to their face. You are leading God's people into a way of destruction. Because you're not well, 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 right. if, if, if I may, and I'm looking at my clock, I'm literally going to go 30 seconds. Literally, i got a stopwatch. I literally am on a stopwatch, and I didn't tell nobody that I'm timing myself and everybody else. 30 seconds. There's a lot of preachers that are preaching something that's leading people astray because they're ignorant. They don't know nothing. They don't know in that particular area. Maybe they're not good with marriage. Maybe they're not good with finances. I don't know that that makes them, um, and they may have a big old congregation. They may lead millions in that deception. Jeff Dollar talked for, for a long time. God went all this rich. He ain't saying that no more. He preached on marriage. He was all types of good things that would really save anybody if they listened. Kenneth Copeland have won millions to Christ. Now, is he teaching a false, yes, a false prosperity teaching? Yes. But I'm not going to throw him with the Illuminati. That's just me. That's just me. That's what said. Can we go to Brother Chris, please? One second, if I may. We're going to go to Brother Chris. And both of what you all said, I, I, I want that to be hashed out. So we're going to let Brother Chris speak to his heart's content because he's been very patient uh, up to this point. We have 26 minutes remaining and and for the show, so but we're going to come back because uh, I want this one to reach a certain degree of understanding because it, it is a critical point in my opinion when we're dealing with contemporary Christianity and the notion of is it for us or against us, so to speak. And again, in, on behalf of them, when I say Christianity, I'm not saying the born again believer. I'm just saying those persons who espouse the name and not the lifestyle and the relationship. Pastor Chris, please. Thank, thank you for your patience, too, Pastor Chris. Thank that you. was riveting, Pastor Chris. Hold on, hold on. His line was <laughs> dropped about four times. Okay, there we go, there we go. His line was – I had him. Can you hear me? Hello, y'all can hear me? Yeah, we got I'm, you. I'm glad. Uh, well, let let me kind of. I'm gonna try to say what I need to say quickly. But um, no, take your time. As please. far as okay, as far as we you know, we mentioned some pastors. If you look at the symbols of TBN, they are satanic signals all throughout it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that Kenneth Copeland and all of them are preaching a false gospel, and they are Illuminati. 
You know, you know. I don't know if y'all remember. Remember we watched Blood Sacrifice for Fame. Did we watch that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it showed you. It showed you all of the, all of these so-called TV preachers and ministers. All of them had some type of Illuminati signals, like like uh, I'm not gonna call any names, but like a robe with an Illuminati signal on it. And so, all, and even in the entertainment, huh? Did you say all? Real quick, just quick question. Did you say all? Most. If they're under TBN, yes. And then if if you look in the entertainment business now, I heard this from on on listening to Heaven ninety seven one day. I was aware of it, but uh, you know, Doctor Robert Ashley even said, you know, John Denver said, and you know, the the word on the street is is that if you get a recording contract, you pretty much have to sign you know sign up with the Bafflemen. Mm-hmm. And even 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 including so called gospel music. Is that That's you have right. to sign up? You have to sign up, and 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 you know you talk. Uh, Brother LSU said about the synagogue of Satan. You know who controls the media, and and look at all the trash the and debauchery that they put out in records, in music, in movies. Mm-hmm. We don't control that. You know, and that's right. not that's not godly. That's that they put out stuff that's not godly. And so, like I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, even the word de- democracy means demon centered. You know, so you know, and, and to mm-hmm. the listening audience, you know, I think you if you if you can find it, go find that video called "Blood Sacrifice for Fame" because the brother kind of goes through the whole thing with ministers. He talks about uh, uh, the Masons. He talks about all of that. And then he shows you pictures of people flashing, like even Michael Jackson. I love my brother. He's That's a right. dynamic entertainer. But he used to, you no know, doubt. Did you, you, talked about, you talked about earlier, John, about I call it the Longhorn. Okay. Uh, yep. You know, you know the index and the pinky. You know, Michael Jackson, uh-huh. he didn't have, hold this straight up. But if you ever watch him perform, he used to hold this out to right. the side quite a bit. That's if right. If you just All watch the time. a video of him perform, right, exactly. And he was telling us, "Hey, man, I had to. If I wanted to get this recording contract, I had to. I had to sign sign up with the Bafflemen." But many of our people don't realize that. So you know, like even Cameo. You know, I saw a picture of them, mm-hmm. and I love Cameo. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I like music. I love no Cameo. Doubt. But they had they had the three guys, and they and they were and their heads were like shaped like a pyramid. Everyone we kind we kind of missed that stuff. Yeah. Right, exactly. In other words, if you're in the media, and especially if you're making a lot of money, it comes to a point where they actually, you know, I heard $50 million, you have to sign, you have to sacrifice somebody. And I don't know if y'all remember right. when Dave Chappelle had his show on the Comedy Channel. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, he went went to Europe supposedly to, you know, for some reason. But my understanding was that they told him you was going to have to sacrifice somebody. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. So he had to leave. And you notice he didn't have a show anymore. You didn't see him in any movies hardly on any talk shows. He kind of died, mm-hmm. dropped out. And so As a matter of fact, you should, watch his, you should watch his interview. And he really talks about not only him but Martin. And he says, how these intelligent people are out here flipping out and going crazy? He said, there's things going on in this Hollywood industry that you know, the person he was interviewing, that you don't, we don't want to talk about. And it's crippling people, and people are dying. Don't right, worry. Right. It's like very words. I mean, Michael Jackson, just Michael like- Jackson, 
you talk about you talk about coincidence, brother John, and I'm sorry, brother Chris, I just want to interject this here. Michael no, Jackson okay, yeah, My, Michael Jackson actually gave an interview. Now, Seth, you won't think this is a coincidence? This man gave an interview exposing the Illuminati. He talked about these people controlling the industry. Within 90 days, Michael Jackson was dead. Go ahead, Brother Chris. Hold on a second, everybody. Hold on a second, everybody. Just make your thing. Don't, don't mention my name, okay? I don't want this to get in any other way. I'm with you guys. I'm the one that talk about the Illuminati. But for 20 years. Of course this is real. So I don't want people that we're disagreeing with each other because we definitely agree. That's for sure I agree. No, I'll just bring you Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Really quickly. Okay. Okay. And I want y'all to, you know, since I'm the old man in the group, I I want y'all to, I don't know if y'all remember. Y'all might not have been around. Well, Dan has said plainly that that's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) Brother, that memory has slipped. (laughs) Well, let let, let, let me throw this out. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pastor Chris. No, you know, we don't we don't really understand the power of these people. And I'm going to give you a classic mm-hmm. example. President John F. Kennedy made a speech mm-hmm. about secret societies. Sure did. About how much control they had. Even even at sitting in the president's chair like they have so much control, they actually can trying to control me. All right? He made that speech and what happened to him? No longer they said exactly, but his whole speech was about secret societies, and they yep. were running him and trying to run the country, and he didn't agree with it. And you see what happened to him. Yep. You can't. You can't. You know. You can't tell me that Tupac and Biggie were not sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you know, so we, we don't understand that you know that there's a. I call it the secret underground, and that mm-hmm. if you cross them, you know, how many celebrities, what's that guy that was in, in Fast and Furious? Oh, the, uh, uh, the white guy. I, I know. Yeah. I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. Paul, his name was Paul what? Paul, Paul something. But anyway, you know, in other words, it, it, that happens more often than you think. And all I'm going to say is if you can ever find that, that it might be still on YouTube, but it's called Blood Sacrifice for Fame, where a young man goes through and explains all about the Illuminati, how they control the media, how they have been sacrifices, like uh, Jennifer Hudson mm-hmm. was one he, he actually mentioned in Her the mom. video. Yeah, and yeah. her and her and her and her brother. I think she had a, it was her mom and about two, two or mm-hmm. three other of her family. Right, 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 right. You right. know, when you think about it, yeah. and you think about even even Bill Cosby, what happened to his son? Exactly. Exactly. You know what happened to Mike? What happened to uh, Michael Jordan's father? Died under mysterious exactly. circumstances. Okay, and but he got all these commercials and got all these endorsements and stuff, but. You know, in other words, we don't put two and two together, but, you know, once you hit a certain level, the document demands that you have a blood sacrifice, a Leah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's been a lot of them that we just kind of overlooked. But, you know, it's, I don't think it's coincidence. So I think Kobe, well, I don't know who was after him or why, 
but I don't. It's not to me. It's not a coincidence. You got all the helicopters grounded, even the helicopters that the police department used was grounded. Everybody else was grounded, yeah. but they gave his pilot. Uh, uh, told him, okay, well you could go ahead. They set him up. Thank you. They they said they, they 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 set Kobe they set they set Kobe up. That's why come he was you. giving claims. I agree, and, and, I, and, I, and I agree, yeah. Elishua. But I think yeah. I said enough. I'm I'm gonna be quiet because we we getting we getting close to close. We, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. So, what I would like to do, uh, we have 16 minutes remaining, um, or 15 minutes and change. I would like for us to just rehash, respectfully so, the the variances uh, that both Brother L, Brother Steph were referring to, because I, I believe I get it, okay? I'm going to state it, what I believe the issue is, and that issue is, and again, Brother Dan, I hate using the word Christianity because I know that it, it probably offends you, but I'm not saying born-again believers. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. I think there should always be a distinction made between the born-again believer and the person who just dons the name Christian. Uh, because they're not always mm-hmm. the same, one and the same. They can be, but it's not always one and the same. And so there are ministers out there who they are bringing people in, quote, unquote. There are people who are born again under that given ministry, but that does not mean that that minister did not have nefarious intent in his heart with what he was uh, looking to do, attempting to accomplish, gain that he was looking to get, off of the people. And so um, I would like to, for Brother Seth, if you don't mind, if, if you want to step in and address that, and then L can come in behind you, and we can kind of sew this last thing up, because I think that religion... Right, John, don't forget about me. Oh, well, I didn't know you wanted to say something, Dan. I apologize. You can oh, actually yeah, begin yeah, that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. No, no, let them let them go like you said, and then you, you direct it okay. and bring me in. No, Dan, no. Why don't you okay. go ahead, Dan? Because we, we get to talk, and you're not going to probably get to say anything. I don't want you upset. Like I was saying to you earlier in the green room, you just got to jump in there like we're jumping in there. So what's on your mind right. that you heard? We probably should go to the three-minute rule or something like that so we all can get Yeah, let's go, go to ahead, the three minutes. Let's go. Matter of fact, two minutes. If you can set it for two minutes, Seth, because I think it's important that we all just kind of – reach an understanding about the primary religion of Western civilization, which is Christianity, and, um, and ask ourselves, are we being duped, or is this a religion, quote-unquote, that really is okay. um, something that okay. God has ordained? And, and, well, and, yeah, I, I, and I'll say well, to him, I probably should probably get him three and give us two. In fairness to Dan. True. Let's go ahead. Dan, okay. go ahead and make your peace with that. Okay, then. Okay. To, 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 to my brethren that's on the panel today and to the audience that might be listening, um, let, me, let me share something with you. It is dangerous to put your hand on something that God has called. Now, personal opinions or uh, revelations that people are thinking. Or, or, or exposing is is dangerous. Um, TVN is a good Christian station, uh, and uh, 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 whatever. Uh, uh, and uh, Kenneth Copeland is a man of God. 
So I don't want to be uh, 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 people have their own choices, their own information of what they want to say. But I'm going to say something. And what I'm saying is Kenneth Copeland is a man of God, been working, working for God for many years. And uh, uh, I, I, I believe in him as a person in his ministry. I feel I feel bad that these things are being said since these since they have had great influence over people. And an influence of people is not what makes people successful. It's the fruit. The fruit. You have to rightly divide the word of God. Also, you have to try the spirit. So it's a dangerous thing to make opinions or to say things against men of God because what if you say something that God got his hand on? Now you're dealing with God. So I caution my brothers, please don't use people's names. Even if you're against them, please don't use it because you're on the airway. And your your answers and your information is going to affect a lot of people, maybe even cause some people to turn their back on God because they don't think nothing real no more. So... I, uh, my background, I see, I've seen the power of God and everything, and it's it's my brethren and those in the audience that think according to what's been um, said about these men of God and TVN, please, please be careful because what if you touch something that God had hand on it, then you're in trouble. Hey Dan, brother Dan, brother Dan, one, one moment. Yeah. Can but I respond? No, no, I just want to ask. Can I? Can I? Can I interject with it? Can I do that? One moment. One okay. moment. One moment. All right. So, Dan, you you made your peace with that? Yes. He got three. Okay. He got twenty seconds uh, left before he had three. His 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 say. He had twenty seconds. Well, just can start I, to start can two I go minutes fail. Start. Yes. You, uh, let's, if, let's if there's go, a rebuttal, if there's a rebuttal yeah. to what I said, then I I I should have the last word. You should, and so well, let's go ahead and get it cracking now. Well, wait a minute, but but that's okay. Well, let 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 can I can it's, I? It's nine fifty. We got two. Uh, I had a rebuttal. I had a rebuttal. I was the one who interrupted, brother Dan. I was the one who interrupted, brother Dan, brother Dan. I'm glad you admit your guilt. Well, can I? Can I? And I did a quick. I did a quick interjection. Can I say interrupter, please? Okay. Oh, I'll also say brother Dan. No, go ahead. Hold on a second. 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 One minute for each comment. All right, L, please fire. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let, let me say what I wanted to say to, to Brother Dan. You know, Brother Dan, I, I I agree with you, but if you know, if something wrong, if a man is a man of God, why would you have satanic symbols in your in your uh, in your uh, what do you call that? In 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 your insignia. If you are God, you well, do not have something of the devil. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yes, so I in other words, if you a man of if you a man of God, you would not have satanic symbols in your church's insignia. 
And if you look at TBN's insignia, it has more than one satanic symbol. So how how is that of God? If you of God, you're going to have godly symbols. You're not going to have satanic symbols. That's not a part of, of what you are. So if and if you look at it, you know, just because someone jumps up and says they're a preacher doesn't necessarily mean they've been called by God. You know, like the old folks used to say, he called himself because it ain't nothing godly about him. All right. And so what I'm saying, I'm not putting my, I'm not, I'm just saying TBN. But to me, it's just like if if I saw Brother El Yeshua and he out there with 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 satanic symbols on him, I know that's completely contrary to what he's about. So he would not, I would never catch him doing that. But if you have it in your insignia, then what is that demonstrating to me? You have satanic symbols in your insignia. And and I know some TV preachers. I have seen their they have on their robes satanic insignia. And if you suppose if to I may pass God, Chris. why would you have anything close to Satan? I'm finished. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, Brother L, you got one minute, please. Brother Dan, the advice that you gave yeah. was the advice that the advice that you gave about touching people and being careful. Bible says careful for nothing, and that is actually a motivation that's driven by fear. Now, I'm going to show you how you're incorrect by, based upon the Bible. If you go and look at the writings of the Apostle Paul, there are a number of letters where Paul is addressing false apostles, and he calls them out by name. And the reason he does that because it's a warning to the people, run, flee. And so, yes, I will call them out by name. I have no hesitation because I don't arrive at this point. It just is as, as, as some meaningly elementary endeavor. No, this is something that I have searched, I have researched, I have prayed, and I have prayed, and I have prayed. And I will say it as loud to the rooftop for the people who are out there who actually do want to walk in the light and not be deceived. Kenneth Copeland is a false prophet. And that's just, as, right, that's very just good. what it is, as simple as that. And let me say this one last thing, and I'm going to get off of here. The sure. gifts and callings of God are without repentance. The man who led the people to drink Kool-Aid in Africa, I cannot remember the preacher's name. When I was Jim at Holy, old, old Roberts University, I used to work in the Holy Spirit's library. I listened to hours of his earlier teaching. He teached the same thing as Kenneth Copeland taught, as Kenneth Hagen taught, as Old Roberts taught. But that man was deceived, and he got off, and he led thousands of people to drink Kool-Aid and to, dry, and to die in the desert in Africa. So the fact of the matter is just because a man starts out walking with God, there is no assurance he's going to end with God. And I would say Kim Copeland and a number of these preachers are false prophets, and they're doing what Christ said. They're coming in his name, deceiving people, doing wondrous miracles, but they are deceived. And they are false prophets leading many people into destruction. Even the very one who said it, the guy out of San Antonio, he taught at ORU. And John, did he not tell us some of the very things that we're talking about? John Hagee. And that was a preacher. He's still an evangelical preacher that comes on TV. And the very things we've discussed in Satanism tonight, John Hagee said that. All right. So, Brother L, we'll go ahead and, and uh, shut that down and count that towards your three minutes. Folks, we are likely yes, going to go over just a tad. We're going to go over just a tad, so what we'd like for you to recognize that if you click on the link to listen to this show at 10 o'clock, you will not be able to hear us. You will need to call in to the radio show, and you can look in the description 
and get that phone number because then you can hear us go over. Because we're going to wrap this up, but we're going to go ahead and give Brother Dan the opportunity to respond back, and we're going to give Brother Seth the opportunity to say his piece. So, again, if you click on the link, please call into the show as opposed to the link because the link will cut you off at 10 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. So, Brother Dan, you um, uncannily, <laughs> as you always kind of do from time to time, kind of uh, got the uh, uh, the people stirred up. What, what do you say towards their rebuttals? <laughs> I would say that if you have seen the power of God like I've seen, if you have read books of great men that I have. Um, if you've seen situations like, let's talk about the book of Acts where they lied and they were carried out dead. These things are real. Uh, I think that sometimes opinion gets, these things, you, people need to seek God and find out to hear from God. And this information I see these comments that I see about Kettle Cope and TVN, whatever well, these things are, yes, if it, things that are false got to be exposed. But Jim Jones, Jim Jones was the man that, that they drank the Kool-Aid. He got away from God. Right. When you get away from God, the devil comes in. Like, like when he well, said, Jesus said this, the one who put their bread up with me. That was Judas. Right as he did that, Satan entered in. When Satan entered in, even if you believe you're telling the truth, you could be deceived. Right at not too long okay. at, at that eat and that if, evening, if I may, Dan, Judas committed if suicide. I may, Dan, if I yep. may, Dan, uh, in, in in interest of time, let let me okay. just state this because I'm I'm gonna let Seth. I want Seth to get his piece in because he's been pretty quiet and I know he has something to say. The the one thing I yeah. want to let you know though is that I actually went to school with L and he did nothing but read and I'm confident that he read books similar to the books that you read. We had to be in chapel and everyone that came through ORU to do a um um uh, what do you call those uh to 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 come in to to preach in in the maybe center or elsewhere they came to chapel yeah. first. We we saw that. So I don't want you to think that we've never seen the power of God. We have. I don't think, want you to think that we've never read about the Smith Wigglesworth of the world, the various men right. of, of, of God. We have. Right. We have. Okay? Okay. So let's, let, but let I also discuss, caution um, you, I caution be careful about what you say about other people. If God's hand is on okay, them, but he you're putting yourself in danger. But, 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 one moment, one moment, even God himself dropped names. When he was in the Old Testament, he dropped names. He would tell you specifically at various times that this particular prophet is not prophesying my word. This particular king is not doing my will. He actually dropped names. Apostle Paul dropped names. That's the reason why I felt I very comfortable. I by dropping names, but be careful the names you drop. That's my that's my portion. Be careful of the well, names you uh, drop. Well, well said. I, I think that it's important to understand that no one, I don't believe anyone, has just dropped a name and has not done their necessary due diligence and scholarly workmanship to say, hey, this is what I found. So. I want you to be able to speak again, Dan, but I'd like Brother Seth to get his piece in. It's 9.59. Again, people, if you have not called in, 
and you've only clicked on the link, you will be disconnected. Brother Seth, please, you've been very quiet. Let's see what well, you have to say. Well, I just want to say I agree with Brother Dan. I also agree with everybody else to some degree. Some, to some degree how can I don't you do that, Seth? Let me, let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> I do believe, okay. and brother, let me let me explain. Hear, hear me out. Let me explain. Okay. You do supposed to do your due diligence, as you say, brother L do. I agree. Is there false prophets like brother L saying? I agree. Is there false prophets out there the same saying Yeshua or Jesus, but they're leading people straight? With what the Yeshua was saying, I agree. And what Pastor Chris was saying about some parts, some some people in TBN. I don't know about some of those satanic symbols on TV. I've been to TV for many years, and I, and I, I, all the thing I see is that white image. But I don't see no Bobberman and all that. But he won't have to say that. Now, John, you mentioned uh, uh, Kenneth Copeland. I have literally been Googling Kenneth Copeland for the last 30 minutes, and I only see this man throw out, he have his hand like that once. And I'm not going to say because the man's hand is like that, because I don't point that some direction. My hand was like that. Somebody could have recorded that. you got to remember these people are big names. And everything you do with paparazzi or whatever you want, paparazzi or whatever, there's all types of people always taking pictures of them. So have my finger ever not went that way? And some of this is weak, like his finger's not all the way down. So that's, I don't see Kenneth Copa doing that. No, like time. I said, I don't dispute it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. I don't it's okay. It. Go ahead. All I'm saying is we need to do a show. I challenge everybody. We need to do a show where we have not. Let me put myself in this timer because I don't want to go over three minutes. I don't want to do that. So I know I've been talking already for so three minutes, so I'm trying to wrap this up really quickly. All I'm saying is this, Brother Dan is right. There are people out there that are men and women of God. They are teaching things. This is why I disagree with Brother Dan. They have some things about them that is straight up wrong, evil. Maybe they'll keep their wife right. Maybe they're racist, like Kenneth Hagin said, he don't believe in race mixing. Profound writer, all kinds of stuff free. Brother Yeshua and I went to Kenneth Copeland Convention, lots of them. If you'd have asked him at the convention, well, you'd basically say yes. You'd like he's on cloud nine high on it. If I'd have told him then, that man with a false prophet, little man could probably tell me off. We've been blessed immensely by the Copelands over the year. I, now, have he changed? Possibly. I don't know. I don't follow him like that no more. But I promise you one thing. I have been taught, had it not been for Kenneth Copeland, a lot of these names that folks throw in tonight, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today. But does that mean that they couldn't change or they can't be into greed? I, have, I still believe Kenneth Copeland teaches a gospel of greed. I don't think it's, I don't think it's quite the father's quite the same with him and Creflo. I hear a little noise in the background, folks. Come on, y'all. I don't quite agree with Copeland anymore, Creflo anymore. I don't think God wants all of us millionaires. I don't believe that. I think God wants all of our needs taken care of. But in terms of when Kim and Copeland talk about healing, he's right. Copeland talk about healing, they're right. And does God want us poor? How they talk, how they don't want us poor, they're right. In terms of thousands of topics that brother talk about, thousands. So just because somebody's teaching something or they have racism in their heart, I'm not going to tie them to the Church of Satan, to the occult, to the Illuminati, and especially find my mouth, not Brother Seth's mouth, to form to say a false prophet. To me, a false prophet is this. This Brother Seth, and I think the Scripture stands with it. Any man that say that Christ did not come in the flesh, that's the Antichrist. Now, there are people that say they believe in Christ. But that's not a false prophet. Actions, 
No, I'm, I'm here. Uh, I want to say this is that. Uh, one minute, Al. Uh, one minute. One minute. Okay. Uh, one minute. And that's this. And then I'm going to say something. Right. And when I get through, I'm going to add, I'm going to call you as a witness, okay? Because I don't want anybody to get the impression that I am a conspiracy theory and I look for shadows behind walls. I actually take that as an insult. And for Dan to imply that because I stated something, that now all of a sudden I haven't done the research and I haven't investigated, or either for some reason that um, because I'm, you know, I haven't prayed. Brother, I can say this like Paul said. I pray more than any of you all. 15 seconds. I have walked the halls of ORU hour after hour. I did my research. I did my prayer. I seek the face of God. I have played for my prayed for my, my calling with my life. And I will stand here, and I will still stand on it and put my life one on minute, it. One minute, Any man who teaches, okay, one minute. Let me give you three seconds. Here. Any man who teaches contrary okay. to what the word of God states is a false prophet. And I don't care if that's my father, my brother, my sister, my mama. Because I'm in the kingdom of God, and my brothers and sisters are those who do the will of God. And if Ken Copeland decides to start teaching false doctrine, you better believe I am going to lay with him. And if you do it, Dan, I'll lay with you a false prophet. Because that's what the word says. All right. If I may, okay. So we gave you an extra 30 seconds. Um, Can I ask a question? Brother Seth. Can I ask a question? Actually, you can wrap. Yes. I do mean a question. I'm not going to comment here. Just a question. Literally, a 10-second question. To Pastor Chris and Brother L, to Pastor Chris and Brother L, who's got it together we should follow or be blessed by their ministry? That's not how you judge a false prophet. That is flat. I ask you a question. That's not how you judge a false prophet. That is not how you... So y'all come up with these dumb things that are not... I'm going to ask you 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 want us to govern... No, no, no. You want us to govern things based upon your opinions. The Bible says a false prophet is one who teaches contrary to what the word Mm -hmm. says. That's Mm -hmm. a false prophet. Mm -hmm. It ain't got nothing to do with your Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with your lifestyle. A false prophet who teaches false doctrine. One moment. One moment. I'm going to take... Brother, I'm going to take... I'm going to take it if they don't want to answer that question. Okay. I'm going to take the can answer the question. I can no, answer the question. Listen, listen. I can Just got 10 seconds. That's it. I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let them talk. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to try to restrain myself tonight. Folks, listen what you hear. You got to hear us. Listen to the spirit. If somebody can't tell you of a ministry that they feel is obeying the Father, and it should be not more than just one in America, Ten and seconds. they're putting out something that even they can't live. Again, I'm waiting. Pastor Chris, what's a good okay. ministry that, uh, we can, that we can glean from? Seth, uh, you, you violate your own time frames. Uh, Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Listen, one moment. Reverend, Reverend Stop. Everybody, one moment. One moment. One moment. Seth, if you want 10 seconds, say 10 seconds, or if it's 20 or 30, but, you know, say that. We're, we're at the end of the show. If you're going to pose a question at the end of the show, you know it's going to take us be further along. Okay, what I'd like to, I to do is have Pastor Chris. Of ministries. Right, but you, okay. if you say in 10 seconds, it took you 20 to ask the question. 
the, the, the Pastor Chris, go ahead and respond, and um, then we'll put it back uh, in the hands of well, the stuff to close us out. I, I will say this now. I think yeah. 10 seconds. I know, I know we kind of kind of getting a little rough at the end, but keep in mind, 10 seconds is a bit different from five minutes. Seth, you the one that claimed it. You, you claimed the 10 seconds. You, you, you put that on yourself. Thank, we didn't you, thank you for correcting me, though. Thank you for correcting me. Go ahead. Pastor Chris, please. Uh, Reverend Chapman at Community Christian Church, um, Reverend Terry Glenn at Mount Olive. There's a lot of pastors, and I'm just talking about the ones in Fort Worth that I think are doing the right okay. thing. But they're Any not other? on TV. They're not. Uh, I could. Uh, they don't, and they don't have uh, to be. Franklin, Reverend, uh, the late Reverend Franklin. Okay. Um, Anybody on TV that we can know of, names we can know. We don't know every little person. Why, should, why uh, does it have to be on TV, Seth? Right. You right. 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 I think that's the concern. It's, it's, it's hard to be on TV. Okay, let's say like this. But why, why, why does it have to be? Is there anybody on TV that is doing it right? Let, let's just say like this. Because it's a, it's a way of a means to get it. Uh, no, Seth, no, 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 no. Please, close out the show. <laughs> because what, what you're doing is you put the question, he answered it, and now you're putting out a second question. And this okay. is at the end of the show. Well, I'm sure somebody in, in North Carolina is going to come to Texas to hear Reverend Franklin. All I'm saying is this, y'all. Uh, and I hear you. I hear you, John. I really do. We're kind of getting a little heated, but I hear you. All I'm saying is this. It's dangerous what's being said when you want to label everybody false prophet, everybody Illuminati, everybody. I don't believe that. I think people are teaching false doctrine. Well, no, but we, but, but, we didn't say, but we didn't say everybody. We didn't say everybody. You used the word all, and when I ask you, you clarify. He misspoke. Let, let, you let it go. He misspoke, man. Dang, he misspoke. He just made a misspeaking, and you all are trying to defend things. It's just like, you know what we're doing? We're destroying what we did in the early part of the show. Like John said, close the show out. Good night, people. I'm out. I'll talk to y'all next week. Okay, well, all right. All right, very well, Brother John, I really I appreciate it. I mean, you know, he didn't have to say that either. He just added to it. But my point is this. Yes, it's been a rough show, but my point is this. Dan and I and others listen have been blessed immensely by these ministries. And, uh, yes, there's a lot of wrong documents and Illuminati participants and all this. We're closing out this show. Uh, I'm just going to meet everybody's line for sake, okay? Uh, everybody, everybody, cool with that? We just gonna just do it like that. I'm gonna that's, everybody that's fine. Mind, okay. That's fine. All right. Can can I say right, one? Can you. I say one more thing real quick? Okay, quickly. And I might say, why, why not go ahead and get we, a final opinion from everybody? Get everybody. Uh, go ahead, but well, well, no, you know what I wanted to say. I just wanted to say all I wanted to say was, man, I love y'all, and you Good know we can out, disagree and we, and we can argue. But the bottom line is I still love everybody. I love Dan. I love you. We don't have to agree on everything, but it's about love. love. Too, and I'm not and I'm not getting off the line upset or mad with anybody. Everybody has their opinion. That's what's up. And we know no no the Lord is gonna gonna leave and guide us into all truth. So I might be wrong, you might be wrong, but the bottom line is, hey brother, this is the thing about love, right? Right. So we good. Well, looking out, Pastor Chris. I love that and, that, I, that and you know what? I just noticed a hand went up, and I'm sorry. Wow. I don't know if this hand been up or not. My goodness. This is why. We're going to have these shows. Folks, it happens. It ain't every week, but we do have a show. Let's go back to Eric code 337802 real quick and maybe aim at somebody that just commented. So I apologize just seeing your hand. Uh, Eric code 337802, please, please give me your um, name and the city of calling from along with your question or comment. Brother Leonard. Oh, okay, Brother, Brother Leonard. Leonard, what's good? 
I think all of us have good intentions and we mean well, and these are more men of God as well. They're just as much as men of God. I look at them as just the same Pastor Chris, as just the same as Kenneth Hagin. I honestly, honestly do. And I learned that what we really thought then was all of that. Some of those people was not living no more better than you were. They just have a big ministry. They are excellent teachers. They've done their research. They're, they're good, but in terms of their heart, their heart may not even be better than yours. And I have learned that a lot of the ministers, Dan, you and I come up on, they do have racist tendencies, just like a lot of black pastors. Some of them have racist tendencies. But it don't mean that they're not a man and woman of God. That's what my beef is. Just because somebody is teaching a, a, a false prophet or, or maybe Bishop Jason don't want to talk about hell or, or Joel Osteen don't want to talk about, don't want to come out against the gays. And then the Illuminati may say, ooh, I like that. And they push them and they push them. They may not even know the Illuminati paying for them. They don't know why they're getting the success they're getting. And they literally are under the support of the Illuminati. I believe that with every fiber of my being. But does that mean that they're a false prophet? They're just a prophet preaching error. And they've been supported by the one world government. That is the fact. So I'm not putting my hand against it. That's why I won't say Creflo is a false guy. But, but LSU seemed to have it. He seemed to know it. What I want these brothers to do maybe next show or show in the future is bring the facts. Bring the facts. Give me pictures to put on a slideshow where we can actually see the Satanism, Satanism in a TBN symbol. Show me more than one or two pictures of Kenneth Copeland's hand like uh, showing the bottom. You can't go by the one or two. People do their hands like that all the time. Important. You have to watch people. And Come on, this is a very well, it's just weak to me. It's too weak to be putting your hand, like you say, on people that we put. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're going to be man of God till I find out different. When I find out different, Brother Dan, I'm coming after them, but in the spirit of love. And if they're preaching something, if they say Christ didn't come in the flesh, I'm going to say the spirit of Antichrist. I'm just going to call it for what it is, but I'm not going to be so in love with you, them, anybody, to where I can't say this is a false prophet, this is a spirit of error, or whatever. And if I don't know, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. But like I say, it's true. Brother Lashore, Brother Seth, and I think Brother John as well, I think he's been, I'm pretty sure, I know he was in uh, ORU. I'm sure he went to Kenneth Copeland. I might think I'm going to let him say what brother, brother John has. All of us have stood up on the Kenneth Copeland as far as a, at least one time and heard him. And we've been blessed by the brother. I am not going to sit up and say, hey, man, there's no false prophet. Now, have he backslidden his heart? That's another thing. What if he's backslidden his heart and his heart is no longer after the father? That, does that mean he's false? No, he ain't false. He believes in Christ. He's just backslidden. That's a big difference, man. But like I say, folks, when you listen to these people talk, or me and anybody else, ask them, who do I listen to? Who do I follow? And somebody should be on TV. Why is it? Godly people can't be on TV? You can't trust no telling person. It's like, well, if you're on TV, you're not of God. I don't believe that. There's all kind of ministry that will bless your socks off. And the last thing I was going to say, and I'm going to meet your line right now, brother. Thank you again for, for hanging on the show, okay? Thank you. All right, but then everybody's needed. Let me just say this. I'm going to wrap up the show. Last thing I'm going to say is this. Here is the, 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 the reason why Brother Seth gets so upset over this. is because what the enemy wants for us is to be somewhere by ourselves. A lot of these people that come against these ministries, they are not in nobody's church. And you don't have to be at a church, per se. Let's get this straight. You can just be in fellowship. But church provides a certain kind of accountability. And I'm, t- I'm telling on myself even. Because right now I'm I'm looking for a church home, but I know that that's what I need. 
I need to be around other men. I need to be accountable to people. Oftentimes, when you hear folks talking about the church, the church is everybody, watch where they go. Now, Pastor Chris is a pastor. But my point is, oftentimes when you hear it, these people got them gotten to where they don't believe in nobody or no thing. And that's what Satan wants, us not trusting each other, not trusting the ministry, not trusting the church. The church is the most powerful institution. There's blessings that come when we come to assembly in his name. So it's dangerous what could messages that could be gotten from this from this show if you don't rightly divide. You have to rightly divide and you don't know the hearts of people. You don't know the hearts of people. I don't know the heart of Kenneth Copeland. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Now, if the man come out and say Christ didn't exist, you know, uh, you know, okay, now I'm coming out against him. That's just Brother Seth again. Love everything on y'all. Yes, I did, and nothing you can do about it. I just believe that we need help. Our people need help. You got Kobe's death, and a lot of people just think w- w- there's no hope against the Illuminati, and they feel like these people can do what they want to with us, and there is hope. And a lot of the hope that we have against this Illuminati is taught in these churches. Well, if you're somewhere talking about nobody's real and everybody's Illuminati and all this, then you're going to feel like, what can we do? And that's what this enemy wants. And I'm against the enemy tonight. Not Brother Elisha, not Brother John, not Brother Pastor Chris, not Brother Dan. I'm against the enemy. I'm not always doing things that's right, but I ain't stupid. I'm not going to turn around and burn a bridge I come over on. Those brothers, those people, some of the names we name, were blessings to me all my spiritual life. I don't learn a few things about the Hebrew and all of a sudden I call them a false prophet. Nah, not happening. Good night. Tune in next week. No telling what will be happening. Uh, I'll see you next week. Listen to this song. It's got a powerful message, especially after tonight. Stop.